You're listening to episode number 26 of the Brain BS podcast called Intuition vs. Brain BS. Welcome to the Brain BS podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now here's your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafkas from MK Coach LLC. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I am sitting here. Oh, it's a cloudy day. We actually had a tornado in the area last night that I didn't even know about or worry about telling us to go to the basement and we don't even have a basement. We have a ranch house now and a crawl space and you can be sure I'm not going down there. But everything's kind of settled down today. We're actually even seeing a little sunshine, so that's kind of nice. My stepdaughter Olivia's in town, so I always enjoy visiting with her. And I decided, with her permission, to start out this episode with the brain BS related to cellulite and America's obsession with what we look like. And when I talk about it in the podcast, I talk about it in relation to aging, but she's only 26 years old and she's completely freaked out by the fact that she's starting to get cellulite in her thoughts. She feels like something has gone horribly wrong, that this should not be happening at such an early age, that it's fundamentally something that causes her shame. And this just like, it makes me so infuriated how us women think we have to be so perfect or strive for perfection that doesn't even exist and get so worked up on it. I mean, it's just terrible. I just don't, um, I don't have words for it. So I'm on a mission now that women do not have to feel shame about the way their bodies look, about the way they look, about any of it. And if you are feeling it, then you need to talk to someone about it. And I don't mean you have to go see a professional, although that's always a good idea. Um, I happen to be really into coaches these days, so that would be my preference because I feel like it's a little bit quicker and a little bit future-focused more than therapy is. But I think it's important to understand that nothing can, no shame can live on in the light of day. And if there is any shame in you, it's down deep inside because you're hiding from it just like I was and uh, how I discussed in my last episode about the high school reunion coming up and how drunk I got my freshman year of high school. You got to let this stuff out. We have to quit hiding things that we think make us appear like there's something really wrong with us because it's total brain BS. Okay. That's all it is. It's total brain BS. And even as I say it, I know yeah, because she said, well, is it hard when we're at the pool and you're older and to come out in your bathing suit? And the truth is, no, it's not. It's the, the initial hard part is looking at the mirror at myself and seeing the dimples in my thighs. And instantly just my reaction is I wish they weren't there. And then the next one is like, nope, it's okay. That's the old me. That's my brain BS. And I don't, I don't, buy into that stuff anymore. And I know that my dimples are there and they're supposed to be there. And it's exactly part of my plan and it's part of my personal growth. And I'm not going to make it a problem. So yes, this stuff, sometimes you have to do it over and over and over and over and over. And I could go on and on and over again. And that's okay. 
that's just the way it is. And it is going to be a lifelong journey for me to accept my dimple thighs. <laughs> so, okay, well, today the episode is called Intuition versus Brain BS. So I'm going to explore why it's so important to be able to decipher between the two. And then I'm going to do that in the context of a couple of personal stories. I'll point out the difference between the two and disclose why it's so important to understand the relationship between our brain BS and our intuition and how conscious thinking comes into play as well. So let's start with defining intuition. I looked it up in the dictionary and there are two definitions I found. One is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. And the other is a thing that one knows or considers likely from instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. So what does that tell us? Well, right off the bat, we know that intuition comes from a different place than brain BS. And then you might be wondering, how do we know they come from different places? Well, unconscious reasoning comes from our primitive brain or what I call the ego, which is where our brain BS lives. If intuition does not come from conscious reasoning or the unconscious part of us, that it must come from somewhere else. And that somewhere else is what I would call the soul. So now you might be wondering, how can you tell if something is coming from our brain BS or the soul? How can you tell the difference? Well, it's pretty easy when we cultivate self-awareness and actually pay attention to what's happening in our mind and body. The quick answer is really just the way it feels. If it's from our soul, there's always some payoff or positive result, even if it includes the discomfort that can come from personal growth. If it's from our brain BS or our ego or primitive brain, it always feels crappy and uncomfortable and there's absolutely no upside to it. So now that we've established we have two different sources inside of us for how we want to think, and they're always in contrast, that's the conscious versus the unconscious, Now I want to explain the difference between conscious thinking and intuition. So basically, one is choosing your thoughts on purpose, which is consciousness, and the other is an instinctual knowing, which is intuition. Both come from our higher self and are essential to live a deliberate life where we purposely create the results that we want. So now I want to share a couple stories of how they were both equally important and how they work together. So the first story is about when I went to a local university for a continuing education program in occupational therapy. So they called the program Scholarship of Service Day, and I had no idea what that meant. I just knew that I had a deadline for getting my requirements met, and I was approaching it quickly, so I had to do whatever I could. And that was the only course I could find in the area. So I went to the school that day having no idea that the whole program was about getting a doctorate in occupational therapy, which I had absolutely no intention of doing prior to that day. And I probably wouldn't have gone if I knew that that was, you know, that that's what it was about. So I listened to what all the speakers had to say. And intuitively, I knew that I was getting a doctorate in occupational therapy and that it was going to be the next step for me. Uh, The way I knew was I just felt it in my body And I was just absolutely certain and I had no idea how it was all going to play out. I just knew it was going to happen. So, of course, as soon as my intuition came up with this great idea, my brain BS had to come in and offer something completely different. The first thing I thought was, oh, I was worried about what my husband would say when I told him I wanted to go back to school again because I'm sort of a lifelong learner. 
I was worried if this old gray mare could handle the cognitive challenges associated with the doctorate program. I was worried about the technology I would have to learn and was not sure I was capable of what would be required of me to do that. I was worried about everything. I was afraid to drive to the city. I was afraid of how I was going to park and where I would park. I had so many fears and concerns, but just moved ahead anyway because I kind of always managed my mind around fear because as I said before, I've always had it. So my thought pretty much at that time without doing any thought work on purpose was that I don't let fear stop me. So I just moved ahead. Well, as it turns out, the program was not a good fit for me. The manner that I was set up with was woefully inadequate for my needs. We were a terrible fit. After a couple of months working with her, my intuition told me it was not going to work out. I tried all kinds of different things to try to figure out how to get a handle on it. And I just, I just knew, just like I knew I should get a doctorate, I knew I should not stay at this school. So I didn't get all worked up over it or turn it into drama. I knew I was going to get, I, I knew I was still going to get my doctorate, even if the people around me didn't know. Um, and I did, did, I did learn something from going to that school in the city. I learned how to get comfortable driving to the city in the worst area by the loop under construction. And I did discover that this school was not for me. So I didn't have to wonder, you know how you wonder about something, but you never actually try it. I actually tried it and I knew, nope. And eh, not going to work. So that was really good for me to know because I needed to know that in order to be happy about signing up for an online program with all of my technology fears. So I eventually signed on with St. Catherine University in Minnesota and I successfully completed their post-professional occupational therapy doctorate program. So the way this kind of works is our intuition gives us our path. Brain BS is going to come up for sure. And then conscious thinking is going to be what leads us down that path to success and prevents us from giving up. So the reason I knew that it was my intuition telling me that it wasn't going to work out and not coming from somewhere else was because it came from a calm, centered, and grounded place in me. It didn't come from a drama-filled space in my head like my brain BS does. It was quieter, more matter of fact, and it did not cause me any uncomfortable emotions. Once we start paying attention to how our thoughts make us feel, we can easily tell the difference between our brain BS and our intuition. Okay, so let me give you another example. And this time, my intuition literally gave me my path and my conscious thoughts led me down it. So the other days I was walking in the forest preserve and I impulsively decided to go down a path that I had never went down before. I was a little nervous about it because I did not know where it would lead and if it would circle back to where I came from. But my intu intuition said to just go for it. Like I just couldn't deny it. I had to go down this path. It was a beautiful area along the lagoon, very lush with very few people on it, lots of vegetation, kind of isolated. Some might say a little scary if you watch the shows like I watch, like Dexter and, and Dateline. So my brain BS was coming up from watching those shows, but instead of giving into it like I normally would, I kept distancing myself from those fearful thoughts that made me think I was in danger. And I determined I was totally safe and would not entertain anything other than that. So I did this consciously by choosing that thought on purpose and it was actually working for me. So when the fear would come up, I would just breathe into it. I didn't resist it. 
and it would dissipate. And I just kept doing that over and over every time I got a Dexter Dateline fear and it, and it worked. Like I, I was able to let go of the fear and not get into a frenzy over it. After I'd walked for about 45 minutes, I determined that the path was not going to loop back to the origin of my walk, so I better turn around. So while the path appeared fairly easy to stay on when I was walking outward, it looked quite different in the opposite direction, and there was all kinds of little places that veered off from it where I had to make decisions of which way to go. So I managed my fears about getting lost in there, even though I had no phone and was a little bit nervous. And I purposely kept myself calm with the law of attraction in mind, meaning my point of attraction is going to attract what I put out there. So I did not want to start getting all scared and nervous because I knew that wouldn't be good for me. The sense of calm that I took with me on the new path also led me to listen to my intuition and take note of a certain tree trunk so that I did not miss my turn coming back. And as it turns out, I walked right past that tree trunk but my intuition spoke up like five yards past it and said, wait a minute, was that the tree? Did you just pass it? And had I been frazzled and worried about getting lost and getting all worked up because I had an appointment after this, after the walk, and I, I had no idea what time it was. I didn't have any, I didn't have my watch on or anything. So I would have been like a basket case. I, but I stayed calm, centered and grounded enough to hear that voice and if I didn't, I would have totally gone in the wrong direction to God knows where, and I could have really gotten lost in there. Once I made that turn, I was confident I was going in the right direction again. And sure enough, I was. So there you have it. A couple personal stories about how brain BS, conscious thinking, and intuition all work together. Our intuition can lead us to take an action, and it comes from our higher self. Because of that, it's always in our best interest, but we just have to be able to hear it. And if we take good care of ourselves and make our emotional and mental health a priority, it's easier to hear that inner voice. Once we take action from that space, we have to choose our thoughts on purpose to support us when the brain BS comes up, not if, because you can be damn sure that brain BS is going to come up and it's going to try to get you to stay in the cave and keep doing the same old, same old thing and don't make any changes. It thinks it's helping us and doing us a favor, but it's not. It's just keeping us from evolving and growing. Now you know how to manage your mind when intuition is calling for something new and amazing. That walk that day was absolutely beautiful. I had no idea that path was even there until my intuition inspired me to decide to veer from my usual routine. It was also an amazing opportunity to learn more about myself and experiment with mind management. Literally, the way I managed my mind on that path created an, a, an awesome experience for me. And when I think that that path has been here all these years and I've never seen it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what else is out there that I'm missing? Because I don't take a little turn and I don't hear or listen to my inner voice. So in conclusion, it is essential to understand how to decipher between our brain BS and our intuition. Once you do that, you can actively listen for our intuition because we know it is looking out for our best interests. It's also valuable to know that whenever we do listen to it, brain BS is going to come up for sure and that doesn't have to be a problem. We just don't buy into it. We permit the uncomfortable feelings and process them and we choose our thoughts on purpose 
which is the same as choosing them consciously. Understanding the relationship amongst intuition, brain BS, and conscious thinking is what gets us new results that permit us to grow and live up to our potential. As I'm coming to an end here in this podcast, I'm just kind of thinking about um, human design and I just wanted to throw it out there because it's a sort of like a way to determine why you behave the way you do and like an energy blueprint. And uh, once you figure out what your type and personality is, it gives you, uh, it's sort of like your guide to how uh, the best way to navigate your life is. So I recently looked into it and I discovered on what you call a splenic projector. And the way that I make decisions or the way that I should be making decisions is by my intuition. Now, not everybody's like that. We all have different sources for our energy and strategies for how we should make decisions. But for me, intuition is a really big thing. If you, if you just Google human design, you can, um, or human design chart, it will come up and it's free. And if you give your birth date and the location of when you were born and the time, you can learn so much valuable information about yourself. And then you kind of have like your own little handbook to how to navigate life. So I just thought I would share that here. I, I wasn't planning on doing that, um, but my intuition told me to. How's that? Okay, well, I hope you learned something valuable here today. I'll see you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, I would like to invite you to subscribe to the Brain BS Podcast. Leave a review of five and share it with everybody you know. You can also go to my website, www.thebrainbs.com and look for coaching options that are available to you and to learn more about the work I do. Lastly, I also would like to invite you to join the Brain BS group on Facebook where we can dig deeper on the topics we discuss in this podcast. And remember, the only thing standing between you and the life you want is your brain BS.